Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And we're here this week with episode 130, Saint Lucha, Luchador, Lunchador? Luchador. I don't know how to Luchador, okay. I know, I know what it is, and, and the only thing I see in my head when I hear the word is Jack Black. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never seen that movie. I just know the poster. I have seen that movie. It was kind of funny. Yeah, I kind of entertaining. Yeah, but that's that's the only thing I think of when I when I see that word. Like I said last episode, and this is just from the title alone. Before anything else, <laughs> told you it was pro wrestling. Yeah, it's all staged and everything's fake. Well, they talked about it being scripted a little bit. That they were in last episode. That they yeah they do they even... they do some of the fights that are reenactments, and then some of them are just fantasy ones where they've just sort of you know make it up. They kind of described it that way. That some are yeah. reenactments and some are, we made those up. But it's all about the fun. Yeah. Apparently they're very, very cheesy, but I guess we can get through that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we have to start with, with the opening because unlike last week, this one this one's interesting uh, for internal use only. Yeah. I, and Alex said, don't rub it on your arms or all over your, the outside of your body. It's not for that kind of use. I mean, it isn't, it's audio, so like... It has to be for internal use. I don't. I just thought it was interesting that Alex said, don't rub it on your, you know, don't rub it on your skin. Don't yeah. rub inspired incompetence on your skin. We don't want you to do that. Yeah. But since it's for internal use only, we want you to, you know, put inspired incompetence in you. <laughs> God. I just, I was like, I, I don't even know where to go, Alex. You walked me right into that. And then you left me standing there like, what? What did I do? Oh, oh. man. Uh-oh, here comes the... Oh, nope, nope. That's not the meme I wanted. That's not Uh-oh. the one I wanted. I have to find... Now I have to find the one I wanted. All right. We, we're meme surfing now. Nope, nope. I want images. Oh, God. <laughs> not far from where I went when Alex walked me into that hellhole. <laughs> Good news. It's a suppository. <laughs> I do a terrible Professor Farnsworth. I'm sorry. That's okay. It got the point across. It's more of a roundish. That's right. Oh, and here's another thing. Is immediately afterwards, we got Alex offering up a pizza party to our genus instead of our genus knowing his rights and getting his due. Yeah, Alex is officially the bourgeoisie, and we have to rise up against him. Exactly. Where's Because last episode, we he need was telling them. our, you know, talking to our genus and saying, yeah, you know, don't, don't accept the pizza party. Know your rights. Get what you deserve. And then yep. he just yep. flops it and goes, here's your pizza party. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a, you understood that this was a, a, you doing your thing and I'm just profiting off of it. Right. That's right. No, I thought you were doing no. it for the love Rise of up. doing it. This is yep. no longer a, a survival horrorist. We are revolutionary. Someone get me Cam. Get me McBusta. <laughs> we need them. That's right. <laughs> Someone get, get, get Tecole. We need, we need the guillotine. Right. Guillotine. <laughs> Madame Guillotine. Yep. Ugh. Interestingly enough, it was the guillotine was created to be a humu- a humane form of execution. It it is definitely a form of execution. It's supposed <laughs> to be quick, painless, and you know the blade falling was supposed to be a steady thing, not like a an executioner's axe that could get messed up. It's supposed to be guaranteed. Right. That's just just saying. Yep. Those were the sales pitches. Yeah. I'm pretty All sure right. they kept using that until like the 1970s. Did they keep using the guillotine till the 70s? Jesus. I think so. Somewhere? Now, no, in France. 
Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Last guillotine execution was September 10th, 1977. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 1977. <sighs> now that we're officially off the rails. <laughs> Completely and totally. Yeah. We're just starting off the rails. There's no rails. We have... We've, it's a revolution. We've ripped up the rails. That's right. There's that. That's why we're off. And there's are, none to follow. Exactly. But I guess getting into the actual episode. And we start off again with our genius jumping up on the table. Yeah, but this time he doesn't get away. He doesn't get away, but his butt hits the table and he goes, I've got a job. It's like, yeah, to sit here and let me probe you. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Alex actually says probe this time. So yeah, she does. Uh, uh, <laughs> and Marina forces him down so that he can't. She can probe him. That's the. Yeah. I, I, oh I, my god! I, they're not examination tables. They're operating tables. Those things have straps. She straps people down to these things. And here's the thing: this is a creepy thing. She says, "I must see this for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't just be told, or I can't. I must see each investigate each of you myself." I'm like, she's she's freaking Tarbeth on, man. That's what it is. I said it before. I'm saying it again. <laughs> That's what's going on. It's yeah. Tarbafon getting the research. The guys are letting it happen. He's going to use this to build more nukes. It's it's heading towards that climax. Mm-hmm. And then after our genus gets uh, probed and everybody's exhausted. <laughs> but our genus um, most of all. Our genus most of all. We end up going to Quaddle Stadium to see the Clash of Saints. <laughs> I still can't. I still can't hear it without thinking. <laughs> Kawatu. Kawatu. <laughs> Every but time. There, there we are. And then Alex even calls it this pro wrestling luchador, you know, mashup where one bout, one reenactment or, or story thing stops. And they've already got like a bad guy moving through the crowd and they got an announcer that's talking it up. Yeah. You know, it's here very, comes your. Very cheesy. It is. It is. And, you know, Forcente takes our genius for a fool because this is where we get the whole, you know. Viva la revolution. I, I thought you were just doing it for the love of doing it because it's your yeah. art. Yeah. I, I just was profiting off you. You know, you bring in customers and they give me more money and I, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just love no. telling these things. I, I did like that the desert card uh, works mm-hmm. with uh, I, uh, I got Uchid my answer. Rogar. Yeah. What? Your answer? I did. I got my answer. Uh, Alex is taking over Rogar's answers. Uh, he did. Well, he yep. well, kind of. It was kind of a team effort because Matt goes, that's what you get for working with a dirty undead. Yeah. And then Alex goes, yeah, something like that is what I was thinking. And then he changes it a little bit as the yep. official response. But yeah, it was kind of a kind of a group group effort on that. But I still liked it. I liked it there. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I liked it. I just I, I figured it would end up being Alex anyway, just because, you know, he's the GM. He knows what's going on outside of, you know, the immediate area for the players. True. I, I just, it, it entertained me a lot, especially when Rogar gets the uh, homework. Hey, find out everything about Arasni's history in the Kumaru that, that, you know, you can find out. No, he just calls so, it the Kumar. The Kumar, right. The Kumar. No, he straightens it out before it gets there. His initial is Kumar, but then they, they let him fix it to Kumaru. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was funny. <laughs> I just imagine Rogar investigating... Uh... <laughs> Well, what a I think's white, funny is a I white think castle. Oh God! <laughs> I just was thinking it's funny that they they find something that nobody they know has any information on, 
and they're like, hey, see if we know. And he's checking to see if this is known back in, I guess, back in last wall uh, or the inner sea area, I guess. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, it could be that it's not. And I don't know how I, I don't know how that's going to help him. Yeah. But it was it certainly was super interesting and entertaining. And then I love the uh, the gets done examining our genus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have learned all I can learn without my soul sight goggles. <laughs> and all, I, all I'm thinking is like soul sight goggles. That sounds like the goggles that uh, Uhtred wears that can see, you know, whether something's alive or dead. Right. And then it's like, oh, it's a uh, it's a research facility. I'm not allowed into anymore. Uh huh. And all I'm going is, God, Tarbafon, Tarbafon. How much more proof do we need that this is Tarbafon? Oh. I- <laughs> I, I don't know it's it's a lot it's it's all very convenient I, it's very convenient that she needs her soul sight goggles oh but she can't get to them but she tells mm-hmm. them exactly where it is oh i'll have to make a request through appropriate channels and of course tiablis is like oh yeah oh, let's Lord. let's go get those right now let's yeah. get them he gets shot down but like yeah he, <laughs> matt was well, like oh another dungeon for us to crawl through yeah 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 he gets <laughs> shot down there but he brings it back up later in the episode mm-hmm but he goes, but first I want to make sure I get my bow and my armor, you know, enhanced. And then yeah. after I find someone to do that, I'm going to go to the arena. You know, Quaddle Stadium, baby. <laughs> and then, you know, Thalias has his big, uh, you know, therapy session. Yeah, he just kind of trauma dumps all over this, this woman. <laughs> yeah, and the, the weird part is she says, I noticed there was kind of, are you borrowing this body? I noticed it was kind of a shell. And I'm just like, oh, this is so Tarbefon. <laughs> When you guys she turns out to be just a sweet little old lady, you're going to look so dumb. I'm not going to look <laughs> dumb because she is absolutely a Tarbafon sleeper agent. Mm. Okay. Okay. Who else would you disguise a sleeper agent as? Uh, uh, someone asleep? You may I'll have me there, out. but I'll get you soon. <laughs> I, do have a, I do have a thing here that is game mechanics related and rules related. Ooh. Yes. It's been a while since we have had to talk about rules. I know. I know. Tiablith, his armor is going to cost, or I think it was his armor. No, his bow is going to cost 12000 yeah. to get enhanced. And so it goes, it's 12 days. But the thing is, I think based on what you would need to do, the minimums you'd need to have in order to craft on the bow, I think you actually would make the fast crafting check. So there's no point in not fast crafting it. I oh. could be wrong, but I think that's that's what you would do. Because I think you can you can get that bonus in there and go twice as you know basically do it fast yeah. at no basically no risk. Well, which would mean six days, won't. not twelve. Yeah, I don't know. Alex may have something special that I'm missing because you know he likes to uh, have a special selection of rules. He, yeah, he's probably using one of his his illegal books. I told you the game master <laughs> has no illegal books. <laughs> They're illegal if he says. They're so. just GM only. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, there was another thing right that they were talking about the spice trade this is probably much earlier in the episode where she gets food okay I asked this question in 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 chat right what time frame Pathfinder is kind of modeling I got a bunch of different answers you helped me on this one and then it 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 really kind of comes down to like what country you're in but them them having tomatoes is maybe not a thing I mean, they pr- it probably is, but, like, they're probably not very, um, you know, they're not, like, everywhere, right? Because Europe only got the tomato in, like, 1541. 
Like, it was pretty late. But, obviously, you know, it, it comes from, you know, Central and South America. So, they all had it, you know, forever. Well, according to the Googles. The Googs. The Googs. The wild species, and this is, what is this, Britannica, the encyclopedia. Ooh. It says that the wild species originated in the Andes Mountains of South America, probably mainly in Peru and Ecuador. Yeah. And it's thought to have been domesticated pre-Columbian Mexico. Yeah, so the Spanish brought it back. Yeah, yeah. So, so it it's not it's it it wouldn't be a, a hard stretch to say like you know they've never had them before or that you know maybe they did and they just it, it's a rare thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. They don't get into that sort of stuff. I mean, they they do a lot of stews and other things. I think when they talk about foods, some of the stuff. I'm trying to think the other APs. I think they've taught like if someone's having a meal, I think they talk about there's like a stew or something like that. So they kind of I don't know it. The thing is, too, is that, you know, in in a fantasy world like this, it could just it could just be everywhere having been spread by someone else prior. So it's already all over the world or, right. you know, it, you know, I, who knows? I mean, really, there's no yeah. in this thing. Everything's right. Right. As far as that goes, you can say it's just been there. Okay, good. Yeah, which is fine. I just, I, I thought it was an interesting little side quest, and I like to go on those. I, it, it absolutely is. The, the other one I had was that I think Matt said that you can just get salt out of seawater, and you can, but there's also nope. other things in there. <laughs> yeah, also, I thought there's not that much salt in it. Like it's salty, right? But it's only like three percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it takes a lot to. Uh, to get the yeah, salt out of it takes a lot of seawater to get the salt out of it yeah, if i remember I th- correctly I, I think there's something like 32 grams per gallon which i know we're mixing metric and eh, whatever i mean we understand grams we understand gallons yeah yeah i i i don't know what the exact you know what the harvested quantity would be i'm you know so you're telling me 32 grams that's not a lot i don't know i mean i don't know why you wouldn't do it but then again you know and you have other things like like out here in California. I know that the Native Americans in California pre Spain's arrival mm-hmm. and probably even after Spain arrived, they would actually send runners to the Bonneville salt flats so they could collect salt and bring it back. Yeah. So they had a whole they had a whole system to get that back. And of course then the Bonneville salt flats are just used to be a giant inland sea. So it's a giant, you know, let's evaporate the seawater and keep the salt. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, as far as it being in various different people's, you know, cupboards for use. Yeah. You know, and cupboards with air quotes because, you know, whatever. I, I don't <laughs> see a problem with it being there. Yeah, I don't. Or I don't being either. that ubiquitous. Like, I just, I like doing the math and looking at numbers and things like that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So there's like, there's like. For every cup of seawater, it's like two tablespoons worth of salt. So it's not oh, wow. like it's not like a small amount, but it's not like you're not gonna unless you're just getting huge evaporation pools. You're not doing it commercially. <laughs> you yeah. might be able to doing it for yourself, but yeah, yeah, you're not you're not moving a lot of it, or you're if you are, you're doing it, you know, a lot over a lot of time, right? Yeah. And then your consumption, however, you're selling it out to folks, is not in probably not in large quantities. Yeah. So anyway, it would that be was interesting. My... I wonder if you could get some idea of this, the quantity for sale. If you looked at, uh, you know, ancient Persia or even uh, uh, Arabia, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, salt was a very valuable thing. So, yeah, it was a, it was a very valuable commodity. 
I guess it was just easier to mine it rather than take it from the ocean because not everyone's on the ocean. Well, that, you know, that that too. Yeah. So Anyway, uh, what else was there? Well, I think that was it. I mean, we had some time in the arena, and he described that, and they spent some time in Mariana. Marina? Marina. Marina. She yeah. filled in some of the gaps, I guess, when they had some of the, t- you know, told them what some of the reenactments were. Yeah. Um, did did they even make it in the stadium? Because... It it ends with you know basically they're the going, start of I, combat. Yeah, they are. They're they're headed to the stadium, and, or Tiablis is headed to the stadium. I don't know that right. he's with anyone else. I thought they were all together because the I thought it was Tiablis and Thalias and Uhtred, and they basically meet Arginus on their way in. That sounds completely correct to me. Yeah, and they they basically they all spot. Yeah, because they all do perception checks. To find the little woodling things. What is that? A weirwood? A werewood, yeah. Werewood. Uh, werewood. Basically, uh, you the know. The werewood thieves. Yeah, being little cut purses and. Swiping a potion bottle and all that good stuff. I, yeah. I was like, oh, here it is. Here's here's the end game for uh, for <laughs> Yolispan. Our genius is getting attacked. And I'm listening and listening. And then I'm all, oh, I take it back. For Sente getting attacked. Yeah, that's what and you I was get. Like, that's what you get. That's right. And I'm Viva like, holy crap. That's right. That's what they're there for. <laughs> yeah, the, they shouldn't be stupid. attacking these people. If if the PCs attack them, they're capitalist pigs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are upstanding revolutionaries. They're fighting for the for the worker. The PCs are now revolution or uh, capitalist pigs. <laughs> oh my God! What is that guy from the French Revolution? Is that Ro- Robespierre? Robespierre. Robespierre. Citizen Robespierre. Yeah. yeah. Citizen Robespierre demands your attention. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so ended on that note we don't know what's going on they just have two sticks holding uh two swords apiece there's a whole <laughs> lot of twos going on there yeah and that's where alex ended the episode which was i was like ah god damn it oh i saw that coming like it, it always ends on one of those little cliffhangers he hasn't really had like a good cliffhanger for like the past two episodes so he had to he had to get one somewhere yeah had to get lucky <laughs> yeah like marina and her tentacles <laughs> that's right yeah boy did those tentacles get lucky <laughs> i don't really have anything else nope nope i think we're uh, i think we've covered it all right then i guess that's gonna do it for us this week you can catch us and the players on the inspired incompetence discord links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com i'm lady toast and i'm lord richter we'll see you next week bye bye That's it? Uh, I guess I got to the end of editing and had nothing funny. Uh, see you next week.